1: Welcome, everyone, to the award winning RotoWire Fantasy Basketball podcast presented by WinBet. It's Friday, January 28th, 2022. Alex Baruza here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K Train Kreitz. All aboard. Ken is back from a wonderful vacation. Uh, how'd it go, Ken? How was the experience?
2: Viva Mexico, baby. Went to the Wilco Solid Sound Festival. See the Wilco poster right there? It was warm. We had a little COVID scare, but we avoided it somehow, and I let me back in the country. <laughs> That's good to know. No Mexican are. prison for moi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, those of you who uh, who watch via YouTube missed out on Ken being in uh, dirty clothes in a Mexican hotel room doing this podcast while hungover. Uh, some of those things may still be true. Let's get to the top news uh anthony davis returned from a 17 game absence uh in his second game back he delivered a 31 12 and one line with four blocks and two steals in the 105 87 loss uh in classic lakers fashion yeah the philadelphia 76ers (laughs) lebron out last night due to a sore knee although that was the front end of a back-to-back and he's obviously been carrying a crazy workload he's was he 37, 36? I don't even remember anymore. Not surprising. Um, but uh, in not only did we have classic Lakers fashion losing uh, to a competitive team, we also had AD uh, stay on brand. We? Yeah.
2: yeah. Were you just laughing when he got hurt in the first quarter for his wrist and went to the locker room? You're like, my goodness, that took all of 12 minutes for him to get hurt again. And then did you see that concrete block-sized brace he had? And then he's back in the game and he scored what, he had 20 in the first half or 23. But that brace thing he had on his wrist, it was like it was like the size of two lunch boxes. And then eh, back in.
1: OK. Yeah, very. uh That is very bizarre. Uh, I don't really know what to make of it. It seems like he's fine. Uh, yeah. Right. You think Vogel was just like,
2: you're playing. I don't care how hard. I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm day to day. You know, every game. Yeah. Get in there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Vogel's like I'm as day to day as you are, man. At this point, <laughs> like, <laughs> figure it out. Uh, we also had uh, the starters announced yesterday for the All Star game.
2: <gasps> Can you want to lead that one? Uh, sure. We uh, in the East: KD, DeRozan, Trey Young, Joel Embiid, and Giannis, and out west: LeBron, Curry, John Morant, Jokic, and Andrew Wiggins. Uh, to me, Trey Young is perfect for the All Star Game because he doesn't play any defense. Uh, but guys, Wiggins can't Luca play small forward? He's six seven. Dejounte Murray, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Andrew Wiggins first All Star Game yeah. and he's a starter.
3: It's a what? weird. It's a weird choice. Very weird choice.
2: Thank I, uh... you,
1: Warrior fans. I uh I. I uh, was surprised to hear this news considering I benched Wiggins in our 14 team league <laughs> this week. Uh, I was like, you know what? Yeah, go get Patanze. You know, like, I like, why not? Um, so benching Wiggins, then he makes the all star game. Yeah, this is a fan vote thing. Uh, we need to find a way to I ban fans. I, I don't really know what to make of this. Like, I don't know if it's the Twitter voting that thing is kind of out of control. I always thought it was a conspiracy and that nobody was actually voting. It was just a marketing thing for the NBA. But apparently right. the votes are real. Uh, <laughs> I was proved wrong. Uh Andrew Wiggins is an All-Star starter. Yeah. Uh I any, any takes on this? You not. I assume you're not like a big All-Star game guy.
3: No, nah, no. Nah, it's just the All-Star game. No no big deal, you know. It, it it's weird that he's even on the All-Star team to begin with, let alone a starter. Yeah, um amazing. but I mean, that's the only really questionable call out of those yeah. ten guys who are who are, are named starters. I you know, the West should have just went with two centers or or another power forward or, or like Ken said, you know, Luca would have been great. Yeah. That would have been perfect.
1: Yeah. Uh we also had D'Angelo Russell hurt his shin in last night's game against the Warriors. Happened in the third quarter. He did not return. Uh you know, I mean, if he's out, he's missed time before. So, if that's the case, you know, you get a little, maybe a little more Patrick Beverly. Jalen Noel comes in, Malik Beasley, Tony Snell, <laughs> fantasy gold, Tony Snell. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Tony Snell come in. So we had that's, we also. Oh, sorry, had, I've
2: jumped ahead to the other. It's I'm Sorry, I. Uh, it's
1: fine. The the D'Angelo oh, Russell. Getting hurt news, not that big. If you have, maybe add Malik Beasley if Russell's out. I don't know. There's there's not a ton of actionable with the the Russell news, but the the bigger news apparently because Woj tweeted it out like Michael Jordan was coming back for uh, another season. <laughs> uh, Nas Little of the Portland Trailblazers tore his shoulder. Um, he was dealing with like I mean he was actually playing for them He was playing well. Starting uh, yeah. all the injuries, yeah, he had started like uh, basically been starting since early. Uh, December, but likely out for the season with a torn shoulder Uh, injury confirmed Thursday after went underwent an MRI. Um, I mean, this is obviously, you know, terrible. (laughs) The the Blazers are already shorthanded. They're going to be looking at like CJ Ellaby and Tony Snell and um, Ben McLemore. It's, uh, it's bad out there. So I, I mean, do you think there's anything Nance is out Nance is out for another
2: four or five days too. So, eesh, so yeah.
1: Do you think yeah. there's anything actionable, Shannon?
3: Uh, it, you know, it, it's tough to say. I, I, it's going to be Noren Powell will start at the three right. and when Covington returns, which should be soon, um, the Covington injury doesn't appear to be long-term. So Covington will slide into the four. We won't have to deal with Tony Snell and his 5% usage very long. <laughs> uh, he had a monster game last night. Yeah, monster game last night for Tony Snell. Five five percent usage, as I mentioned. Two points on one for three shooting, uh, with three rebounds and one assist uh, in 29 minutes. So once Covington comes back, then we won't see Snell. Thank goodness in that starting lineup.
1: Yeah, I think uh you were it's eight and a half percent usage this year actually, so not too far off. No, I just
3: mean uh, last night's game. Five percent right.
1: um solid two nights. Six, It was two nights ago, technically, but yeah, sure. Whatever. Solid uh solid six points for thirty-six minutes for Tony Snell, who I think still uses a flip phone. I, I have Robert <laughs> Covington in uh, in our fourteen team league. That is probably of the course added. you do. You've had Nance and Covington in every league for the last 48 years. Hey, you know, uh, uh, Covington's having a better fantasy season than Russell Westbrook, so uh, you can laugh all you want. Um, I think that is the move, ultimately.
3: Well, and I, I will say, is an interesting guy because when he does get minutes, there's some production there. But at the same time, he, you know, they didn't start Ellaby last night, or I'm sorry, two nights ago. They started they started Tony Snell over L.O.B. when Covington and Little were both out. And I, I don't see that changing. Plus, now L.O.B.'s dealing with a, a little bit of an injury himself. He's doubtful for tonight's game uh, due to a left leg injury. Uh doesn't sound like it's going to be, you know, it's probably not too serious of an inj- injury, but it definitely uh, will stop me from running out to a waiver wire and placing any kind of bids on lb
1: Yeah. Uh, Ken, let's move on.
2: Uh there are six te- Ooh, uh there are six teams within two games for the top spot in the east. Miami, Chicago, Cleveland, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, and Milwaukee. And I want to point out the Cleveland Cavaliers, despite backcourt injuries, are eight and two in their last ten, including Wednesday's 115-99 win over the Milwaukee Bucks. Holy smokes. Kevin Love's turning back the clock. He is rostered in 70% of Yahoo teams. Last nine games for Love, almost 15 points and over six rebounds a game with 2.3 trays. But, uh, boy, it is close in the East. It's also a slow news day. So which team in the East, fellas, wins and which drops out of this crowded field? Wins the
1: East, I should say. Uh, I do want to at least mention Kevin Love is fifty-five to one to win Sixth Man of the Year, uh, right. which I don't think is a Gosh. bad bet considering okay, I think him and bet. Tyler. I think him and Tyler Hero are the only candidates. Markkinen's out for a while, right? So that's freeing up minutes for Love.
3: Love's having a better season overall than than uh, Tyler Hero, although Tyler Hero, I believe, is the favorite. So mm.
1: Tyler is definitely the favorite, and I, I, yeah, he'll probably still win it, but. Kevin Love shouldn't be fifty-five to one, is what I'm saying.
4: Absolutely. Um
1: Who yeah. dropped talk of this race? Tough to say. I mean, you know, Philly is obviously one and beat injury away from completely falling apart. I think Brooklyn's still too good, um, even with KD out. I guess I guess it could be Brooklyn. I mean, I mean, I, KD's I out how... for late to late February. Yeah, until late February, Kyrie can only play in away games and not even every away game. Um, I mean, Chicago's hurt. You know, Ball and Caruso are out, but they got Levine back. It's tough to say. Um, sh- do you have any strong feelings on this, Shannon?
3: No strong feelings. I, I mean, I still lean more toward. I, I would expect Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Brooklyn. You know, the preseason favorites to be the three teams battling out, battling it out. Um, you know, Cleveland and Chicago are nice stories. Miami's doing, you know, pretty much what you'd expect them to do. Maybe a little bit better. Um but I, I still think Brooklyn, Philadelphia, and Milwaukee are the cream of the crop in, in the Eastern Conference. And eventually, you know, regardless of the, the final seeding, those are the three teams that you'll have to beat to, to advance to the to the finals.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed.
4: are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.
2: All right, well, let's head to our fan feedback section. Today's fan question comes from superfan Lois Nunez, who asked, Someone offered me Jason Tatum for my Devin Booker. Should I accept? Thank you and more power. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, I don't know what we've done for the power. I'm not sure what the power refers to, but uh, thank you for that power. Shannon and Alex, thoughts on Tatum for Booker?
3: Uh, Booker Booker is on a ridiculous heater right now. Thirty-two point six points, six point three rebounds, four point one assists. three-pointers over the past seven games. Yeah, Tatum's been really good lately too. Uh, I still side, I'm going to side with Tatum. I think you're getting the peak value for Booker by trading him right now while he's on this ridiculous run. Uh, Tatum, you know, I still think Tatum's going to end up top 10 player at the end of the season, and and I don't see that with Booker. Uh, So from a fantasy perspective, I absolutely side with Tatum.
1: I say take the deal. I think Tegum is top 10 upside, kind of like Shan was alluding to. taven has been the better player still over the past month. Um, I'd say do it. We've seen Booker have weird stretches where he's mm. like, obviously he can play really well, but then he'll fall back. And it's still over the past month he's shooting 42%. Obviously, like, he's but the, the volume's really high, but and, and Aiton's been out, which I think has helped once Aiton comes back. Maybe he his role falls more uh, back in line, so I would I would take that deal. Yes, yeah.
2: I I agree. Celtics fan, very biased, but yeah, I go Tatum as well. All right, thank you, gentlemen. Alex, take us to the waiver wire.
1: Yeah, the waiver wire. Uh, Utah has two games, and there are 17 teams with four games. Uh, the NBA continues to absolutely load up the schedule uh, before the All Star break. Um, Let's jump right into it my available in 50% of leagues player is Duncan Robinson, who is I'm cheating a little bit. He's 56% roster in Yahoo, 16% in ESPN last three games. He's 23 points per game on uh, making six threes. Uh, of course, no other stats of real relevance, the rebounds, assists. He just doesn't do any of that. Having a tough year overall, like 30, I mean, for him, 36.6% from three, which I think is worse than Joel Embiid. Um, but you yeah. can pick him up now and hope he gets back to 40-plus percent. Either way, it's hard to find someone on the waiver wire. This might be more of a 10-team move, depending on you know, how savvy the people in your league are. But if you need threes, I don't know where else you turn for this kind of volume on the waiver wire.
2: Well said. Yes. The Max trust days are numbered. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Ken, who is your uh, first player? Uh, a bit of a dull suggestion. Justin Holiday, a uh, wingish guard for your Indiana Pacers, 41% on Yahoo, 8% on ESPN. I think the Pacers roster is going to get blown up at the February 10 deadline. Holiday's yeah. already starting. I think it's going to free up a lot of shots when the Pacers deal assets for picks. And Holiday ranks 46 per game last 14 days in nine category leagues. Uh 14 points a game and 1.1 steals. And the Pacers have four games next week. So uh my somewhat dull pick, Justin Holliday.
3: My and that's a good suggestion, Ken. You know, especially as long as the Pacers are shorthanded, Holiday will continue to provide some kind of value. Uh my suggestion is Jared Vanderbilt starting mm. forward for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh he's He's been very solid. He just logged his sixth double-double of the season, uh, pretty much locked into that starting lineup, um, You know, starting about the last 20 games uh, that he's been active. Oh, the production is solid as well. Over the past four games, 29.8 minutes, 10 points, 9.5 rebounds. He's a very good rebounder. 3.3 steals and even three assists. So he, he's not going to get you three-pointers. Uh, but, but he's a decent rebounder, and he can get, he can get defensive stats. Nothing too exciting. Um, he is pretty heavily owned on Yahoo already, but if you're in an ESPN league, he's available in three-fourths of the leagues out there. So, so he's worth scooping up if you're in ESPN league and you need rebounding and defensive help.
1: I wrote about Vanderbilt, and I wrote an article about um, long-term pickups for shallow <laughs> leagues. And Vanderbilt was all like pretty much one of my key suggestions. Was, like, pick him up. Yeah. He's basically ten rebounds a game. It's a defensive stats. I don't know where you're going to find that combination elsewhere on the waiver wire. I used Gordon Absolutely. Curry a lot last night. It was kind of yeah. fun to watch. Mm-hmm. The wingspan's like ten foot eight on yeah. that guy. He's a super, super high energy guy. Like him and him and uh, Patrick Beverly together are just kind of like. Yeah, annoy the hell out of the
3: other team (laughs) and Vanderbilt was basically an afterthought during draft season I mean it was all about McDaniels at that time but Vanderbilt's the one who's proven to be a solid fantasy contributor
1: my uh uh, going to my long shot uh of the week Nicholas Batum uh 29% roster in Yahoo I'm cheating again uh a little bit over 25% 29% Yahoo, 9%. uh, You know, for
2: the excitement of Nicholas Batum, it's well worth bending the rules.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Pretended that he was, pretended that he was washed up in Charlotte. They trade him. Suddenly he's good again. I mean, he's, you know, this is like how Kevin Love knew Mm -hmm. that his contract was untradeable. He'd never get dealt to a contender. So he just got hurt all the time. Was a, was a cancer to the team. Realized that if he did that long enough, a contender would form around him and that he could uh, thrive again. But Batum dealt with injuries here and there. He's been in and out a little bit. Uh, but like the whole season, he's been on the fringes of like 12 team relevance. And people keep adding him and dropping him and adding him and dropping him. You love he, bringing up Nick Batum. Batum, Covington. You got, yeah. That's, that's my squad. They should be roommates like in a
2: three-person bunk
1: bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, I think um, they all, I mean, they've all played for the Blazers. Uh, well, he, plenty of
2: shots, plenty of shots in Clipperland, of course, with their two stars out.
1: Yeah. So on the on the year, he's ranked 112th, uh, which is pretty good. So 29 percent roster doesn't really make sense. And everyone knows what the platoon line is. Nine points, five rebounds and assisting a half. One point seven combined steals. Decent shooting. Like, that's what it is. A, a not bad quadruple single. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The fringe quadruple single. Uh, Ken, let's go your long shot. My long shot is a long
2: Long shot. I couldn't help pondering who is going to fill the void in Brooklyn with KD out. And obviously, no one person is going to just be KD. Nash loves to finagle the lineups and change and go with the hot hands. But here's a crazy long shot for deep, deep leagues. Old man James Johnson can play center and power forward, put up 12 points, eight boards, and seven assists. Wednesday's win over the Denver Nuggets. Oh, wait, was that a loss? I don't remember. But, loss, uh, yeah. but- uh, Brooklyn has four games next week. Anyway, so uh, if you you know if you're cool with neck tattoos, James Johnson is your guy for your long shot deep league pickup. Let's see if Nash gives him run.
1: I, uh, I'm a little intrigued by that. I don't mind that that 1%. He's 1%? He's available.
2: 0% on ESPN. 0.2% technically. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He's uh, he's
1: proven it before to some extent.
3: Yeah. I mean, he'll be in their rotation. My question is just, and with four game slate, yeah, there's upside there. If you're in a deep enough league, uh, my question is not even a question, just, don't, don't get fooled by the 38 minutes he played last night. Claxton was sitting. Uh, Sharp was sitting. Those two guys, uh, Claxton will definitely be back. Yeah, Claxton, and Claxton will be back for the next game. Sharp, it doesn't sound like a long-term injury. Um, I wouldn't expect Johnson to play more than like 20 minutes game uh, when they have those one of those two guys available.
1: It is. It is a positive that he played 38 minutes, though, with those guys out, compared to someone like Blake Griffin, who still only played 15 minutes. <laughs> right. Um, also, but I mean, Jam-
3: if, if, if the team were healthy, Blake wouldn't be in the rotation at all. Right. You know, yeah. we've seen um, that already. And,
1: and also, James Johnson's nickname is Bloodsport, so you get to have that on your roster, which is great. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Shannon, who is your long shot of the week?
3: My long shot of the week is is Kenyon Martin Jr., uh, forward for the Rockets. Yeah, his playing times picked up a little bit recently, uh, starting to see at least somewhat consistent minutes off the Rockets bench. Over the past couple games, he's averaging the past two games, 13.5 points, six rebounds with two steals. Um, He has the ability to hit the occasional three-pointer, but I, I like him mostly for the defensive upside. And, and he, you know, he's, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Brandon Clark, where that even if he's not, not the same player, but if he plays 25 minutes, he might be able to get solid enough defensive stats uh, and, and contribute a little bit elsewhere to, to hold value in deep formats. But total flyer, I mean, there's – it. He, he's not going to be on cork unless, you know, basically unless Tate gets hurt or, or or Wood gets hurt and it opens up more minutes. but. A lot, of, a, lot, a lot
2: of talk of Daniel Tice getting dealt, though his contract's a little hefty. That would free up minutes for Martin as well.
3: Absolutely. Yep.
2: Uh, Ken, I think you have a dull suggestion for us. I do have my dull suggestion of the week. Red Velvet, Kevin Herder for your Atlanta Hawks, yeah. owned in 37% of Yahoo leagues, 12% of ESPN. He has started their last six games despite a recent hip issue. Uh you know, I think the Hawks are another team that could see big roster changes come deadline time. And, uh, they've got a, what do we do about too much depth issue in Atlanta? I think they're going to clear some bodies. We already moved Cam Reddish along, uh, and the Hawks have four games next week. So my, dull suggestion of the week is Kevin Herter.
1: I like it. He's always, he's just kind of, he's just kind of there. And he's, he's got like that six man younger Nick Batum. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Ken, I think you also have uh, some words from Yahoo DFS. uh, I do. I do, gentlemen. The NBA season keeps on rocking, and Yahoo's going
2: big with Daily Fantasy Basketball. There are a ton of big prize contests on Yahoo, including multi-entry contests now being shark-free to celebrate Yahoo going big on DFS, as well as Yahoo Daily Fantasy becoming shark-free. Yahoo is giving all users the opportunity to claim free $10 uh, in site credit. Users can take advantage of this free $10 site credit offer to join one of Yahoo's biggest contests. Yahoo is offering daily NBA contests all season long. Play a single game contest of your choice throughout the week. Then join Friday's weekly Friday main NBA contest to compete for a large cash prize play daily fantasy basketball on Yahoo to get your to claim your free ten dollar offer visit sports.yahoo.com slash daily fantasy slash welcome that is sports.yahoo.com slash daily fantasy slash
1: welcome if there's one thing that we appreciate here at Rotowire it is making good decisions and even more so, making the right decision. Listen up, folks. I have an incredible offer for you with Rotowire's newest partner, WinBet, the premier digital casino and sportsbook app. WinBet is now the exclusive sponsor for Rotowire's fantasy podcast. WinBet brings you all the latest action with a user-friendly interface, money line bets, boosted parlays, over-unders, round robins, live betting, and so much more at your fingertips. Want a break from sports betting? Head into WinBet's digital casino and take a spin on roulette, double down in blackjack, slam the slots, or try your hand at Baccarat. WinBet is currently available in seven states Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, while rapidly expanding. At WinBet, the possibilities are limitless. WinBet is currently offering all RotoWire listeners a risk free bet up to $1,000 on your first wager. Download WinBet now. That's W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. WinBet, the exclusive partner for Roto-Wire's fantasy podcast.
2: Gentlemen, it's now time for your DFS advice.
1: Please enlighten the daily fantasy players. It's not quite time because we have to speak about Thrive Fantasy.
3: Mm. Oh, absolutely. Who could forget about Thrive? Thrive is (laughs) back. For another exciting season of fantasy basketball, and they're running guaranteed contests every single day this NBA season. With Thrive Fantasy, you can eliminate countless hours of research and focus only on the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game, like Tony Snell. Sign up today and get a free six month RotoWire subscription. Here's how to claim your RotoWire subscription: visit RotoWire.com/thrive, deposit, deposit a minimum of ten dollars. And then you'll get a deposit bonus and play in your first contest. After that, we'll shoot you an email and credit your Rotowire account and say hi and all that good stuff. So so please do that. RotoWire.com slash thrive. Uh,
1: okay. Guess, change the order a little. Yeah. If there's uh if there's one thing we hate, it's research. if there's one thing we love, it's welcome emails. So if you're like <laughs> us, you're in luck. Uh 11-game DFS slate today. Well, I suppose it's a 11-game slate, no matter if you're playing DFS or not. Uh, <laughs> highest over-under, Portland at Houston with 232. Ooh. Two absolute juggernauts going at it. Future of the franchises and an Anthony Simons and Jalen Green. Just Now's the night for Tony Snell, baby. Oh, yeah. oh the stars are aligning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Sangoon. Sangoon versus whoever the backup center is on Sangoon <laughs> versus Elibi. my LLB, Yeah. Uh, made that decision. Who knows? Oh man. Mm. Yeah, we may. Sangoon against the small ball center. It's oh. Oh. okay. So uh big slate today, obviously. So there's a lot of ways to go at it. And we've mentioned before not as so many COVID absences as usual. Um I think biggest kind of question mark right now is LeBron with the knee injury. So keep that in mind. Um, I guess Anthony Davis, I don't see him with an injury designation. So I assume he's fine. Uh, but he, keep that one in mind because you never really know. Is there any? Are there any key values that stick out for you, Shannon? I mean, I know Gobert is out. So it's like a lot of people are just going to go straight to Whiteside, for example.
3: I, I mean, it's hard not to. Basically, any time Whiteside is out, or I'm sorry, Gobert is out, Whiteside immediately is gonna, you know, he's gonna be one of the top values of the night. Uh, he, he's 6,500 for tonight's slate, and you know, based on based on that salary, that he is the best value uh, that we we show uh, in our optimizer for the night. I like Whiteside. There's some other centers who who are decent as well. Mo Bamba against Detroit is 4,800. dollars um you know mo, mo- Bamba's had some issues he he had he had one game where he left with, with like a minor ankle injury uh last week against Chicago only played six minutes that's a that's really the main reason why he's dipped so much uh in cost but if if you're looking for a cheaper option than the White side at Center, I think Mo Mobamba's one of the better better choices for you
1: yeah, a lot of value centers on tonight's slate I feel like i mean you got Biambo. Biambo is only $200 less than Whiteside and Biambo has been great for the Suns, uh, past three games, like 39 fantasy points a game. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, they've unlocked they've, him. Very surprising.
3: No, the problem is he's Bismack <laughs> Biambo and, and I don't believe that he will be able to replicate that 39 fantasy point average that we've seen over the past three games. Uh, he's doing it in 30 minutes per uh, which is fantastic. You know, with the Suns are still beat up tonight. So he he will play that same role again. If I, I I'm flipping that coin between Whiteside and Biombo, 6,300 for Biombo. It's it's basically I I'm going Whiteside, but uh, I can't fault you if you go Biombo.
1: Yeah, I don't uh, I don't trust Biombo to guard Carl Anthony Towns on the perimeter. So maybe consider uh, you can roster Towns and uh bank on that working um let's see here we mentioned covington in the uh i guess sort of offhand mentioned in like the waiver wire slash news section he is questionable but you know with Nas little out i mean covington's been like he has been playing better you know it, it, dfs standard fantasy this is since january 7th 31 fantasy points per game um at $5300, that's over value. And you f- figure he'll get even more usage, I suppose. I mean, coming is not like some guy's going to be handling the ball or anything. But that's a possibility as well. And that the over under on that game 233 or 232 um you know, there are a lot of guys you can consider from that game for that reason, like even Nurkic for example.
3: Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, Nurkic Nurkic is uh even though he's priced at $8300 right now, is one of the better values uh, for the night as well. He's just been so good uh, since with Lillard out and with the Trailblazers shorthanded. They have received some fire offensive firepower uh, back in the lineup with Norman Powell returning this week, C.J. McCollum returning last week. So they're not as dreadful uh, as they were uh, just a week ago even, um, but Nurkic is a good option. Uh, I do like Covington. Covington. You know, if he plays, you know, game time decision for tonight, if he plays, he's probably going to play, play 38 minutes. And with that, you know, you could see five stocks and that's really where he's going to have the value.
2: Guys, you have any uh, looking at the banged up Pelicans, any interest in uh, another cheap center option? Jonas Valanciunas at seventy four hundred.
1: I'm always interested in Valanciunas um (laughs) i think i mean at any given point he's gonna be able to go off for a 2020 game although going up against jokic um i'm not like excited about that matchup you know jokic isn't like a defensive stopper uh but i i don't don't hate it i mean 7400 that's a that's a fair price for him so i have no issues with he's a great cash game player palanchunas
3: now, there, when, there are two guys this season where because they just haven't gone up in salary enough where if they're in the slate, I almost always, that's the first move I make is consider whether or not I'm going to start them. And, and you, Valanciunas is one of those guys. The other is LaMelo Ball. I almost always want to slot them both into my, my lineup. And that's kind of my starting point when, when I'm building a just a one-off lineup. Um, you know, we mentioned Whiteside, Biombo, Mo Bamba, it's hard. It's going to be hard for me to move off one of those three for tonight's slate, um, because center is really the one position where I'm going for for a discount. Um, but if if I make some adjustments, yeah, Van is solid. Uh, the Pelicans are going to be a little bit healthier tonight than they have been uh, past nights. Technically, Ingram and Hart are both game time decisions, so you want to keep an eye on that. And, and that's I, I think it's good to bring them up, Ken, because. I mean they're one of the teams who just decided to sit everyone and play you know basically four bench players and herbert jones the other night you're going to want to watch that with a lot of these bottom feeder teams um you'll see you'll see them just take nights off essentially uh and you'll you'll want to take advantage of that. that that night when um wednesday night when the Pelicans did that was the highest scoring dfs night i've ever seen uh you could you had if you had 420 points you still didn't get a minimum cash and a gpp so it was just a bonkers night and there'll be more nights like that if teams continue to rest basically the entire starting unit
1: ken do you have any feelings on the boston atlanta game uh, I would like to
2: see the Celtics play consistently. Okay, <laughs> for, one, for once in the season. Uh, I mean, you know, I always like whoever's facing Trey Young, right? But the Celtics don't have a real point guard. I don't think they're going to solve it at the deadline. I I couldn't, in good conscience, recommend Marcus Smart tonight. Uh, it's gonna be can a lot you, of swearing tonight. I can I already tell. <laughs> can you also explain to,
1: can you also explain to me what's going on with Al Horford? Nick and I touched he's on this. Aging like, uh, okay. in, uh like uh, at a rapid r- rapid pace. <laughs>
2: like he was it was like fountain of youth at the beginning of the season. All of a sudden right. they're like, oh wait a minute. It's like they just remembered he's old. Uh certainly the healthier time a healthy time lord uh causes uh fewer minutes for big Al. But it's like they just realized he's old. Right. <laughs> For the first yeah. six weeks of the season, they were like thirty-five minutes. Get out there, and also like, wait, whoa, 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 we gotta, we gotta do something about that.
1: I uh, I started Kevon Looney over him in fantasy this week. It, it's it's gotten yeah. to that point. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, one guy I do want to bring up is uh, Shannon's own Cade Cunningham,
2: mm. who is coming
1: off uh, a sixty-nine point six fantasy point performance against the Nuggets. Uh, in Detroit, where he posted 34 points, eight assists, eight rebounds, four blocks, and two steals on 26 shot attempts. Uh, and that was after a 36 fantasy point performance. And before that, a 53 fantasy point performance against the Utah Jazz. His price, or salary, I should say, moved from 6,800 to 7,600 for this slate. They're going up against the Orlando Magic, which is a soft matchup. Uh, is this price, Shannon, do you think this is still appropriate for Cade?
3: It doesn't take him out of the, the player pool options. Right. Um, it's a little bit tougher. Obviously, you know, when, when he got down, all the way down to 5,200 last week, which, which was, <laughs> nice. uh, I would consider it a mistake. Uh, but 7,600, I, I believe he's still an option just not you know it, there's going to be other options that that you have to consider a, a, and at least comp to Cade I, I mean 7600 yeah that's great if he goes off for 52 or 69 fantasy points like he has done two of the past three games but those are the only two times where he's done that he's got right. a couple other 40 and point out
2: 13 points fantasy point stinkers
3: Well, and that's the risk is most most of the time when that does happen with him, you'll notice he he played 27 and 20 minutes in those two games, 24 minutes. The game before that, it's usually because Detroit's just getting blown out uh, on such a monumental level that Kate's not going to play 35, 38 minutes. And those are the games where he has the dud. It's more to do with how the overall team's playing than even him. Um, But 7600. Bit too risky. I don't have him in my lineup for tonight. I, I prefer. I mean, CJ McCollum is 7,700. I prefer McCullum for tonight. I'm not just gonna pick. I'm not just gonna pick Cade because he's the guy coming off the 69 point outing. It's highly unlikely that he repeats that uh, tonight.
2: Any thoughts on Trey Lyle? It was a very cheap option. He's getting a lot of minutes for beef stew. Nope. And they play
3: the magic. <laughs> no, no thoughts on it. Not thoughts. <laughs> he's, he's 26 fantasy. Like, even when he plays, he has like 140 fantasy point outing uh, this season. He's basically like 25, 26 points in 22, 23 minutes. He's not going to do better than that. It's going to be very rare. It'll be once every 20 games that he does better than that. He's never going to, he's not going to play over 30 minutes unless the team's extremely shorthanded. handed. Uh, I, I just no, I'm not. I'm not looking at Trey Wiles tonight. 5700. Maybe if he was like 4200, he'd be an option. But 5700 is too risky.
1: Uh, to to wrap things up, I will say I do I do like the lineup as of this podcast that the optimizer spit out at, at me when I clicked it. Obviously, you know, adjust accordingly. But it gave John ja Morant, Lamelo Ball, Zach Levine, Josh Giddy, Cam Johnson, Amir Coffey, Bobby Portis. Robert Covington, Hassan Whiteside, uh, which I feel like I'd have a chance in cash games and GPPs. There's upside there. There's high floor. Like, like Bobby Portis and Josh Giddy, those are high floor guys, right? And they can also have big games themselves. Um, so I, I do. I think that's a that's a good starting point. You can. Kudos to that. the optimizer. Kudos
3: I the optimizer. Uh, without using the lineup optimizer, I have <laughs> I have Giddy. I have Portis. I have Whiteside all in my lineup. Um, So it makes sense. I mean, you know, I have Lamella Ball as well. These are all guys who, you know, are going to be heavily owned.
1: Let's wrap things up. Uh, Ken, it is time for your old man rant.
2: Famous buddies Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin both used to say, quote, I feel sorry for people who don't drink. When they wake up in the morning, that's the best they're going to feel all day. I can't lie, loyal listeners. I strapped on the old beverage bag last night, and I'm still a bit groggy. Damn you, hangovers. Arrgh.
3: Just start doing, like, edibles, Ken. You won't get any hangovers, <laughs> son.
1: Oh, man. Oh, we've taken a dark turn. Ken's, Ken's, <laughs> Ken's stoner arc is yet to begin. Who's the, uh... Who's the the basketball coach? Oh man, Donnie Nelson. Donnie Don Nelson. Nelson. Yes. Yeah. Gross pot.
2: Uh, best just, friends. Uh,
3: best friends with uh, Willie. Oh yeah.
2: He and yeah. Willie hanging out in Texas. Yeah. 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 Hey. Uh, <laughs> Roll me up and what's the Willie Nelson song? Roll me up and smoke me away when I die. <laughs>
3: Ken, I don't know if that's it. But- no,
2: it's Willie Nelson. No,
3: it is. Oh, we p- don't know. Just like Alex has probably never heard a Wilco song. All right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. right. If Wilco wasn't an old man enough reference, Willie Nelson uh, certainly fits the bill. But
3: uh, The only reason yeah. anyone under the age of 30 has heard of Wilco is because of Parks and Rec. They're my the children.
2: Parks and Rec is a great example. Yeah. Tweety yeah. was great on Parks and Rec. Or they're my kids and they're forced to. I think we
1: avoid and mispronounce names. Yeah. Uh, it... Yeah, we had uh we had the usual awesome. suspects of uh, our waiver wire names, you know, Robinson, Holiday, Holla- Johnson, Johnson. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but that will that will do it for us. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Roto-Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is presented by Winbeck Ken, take us out of here.
2: For today's quote, let's go to Philadelphia and veteran coach Doc Rivers, who said, "Quote: Winning is like deodorant; it comes up." And a lot of things don't stink. Attention, passengers! This three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line.
5: (laughs) The headlines remind us daily the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos.